We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. like for you just kind of not knowing what's going to go on on the course of the week not knowing if you're going to be the starter come Monday night doing what I've been doing for the last seven weeks taking advantage of every rep that I get in practice um you know just trying to get better every day that's kind of my mindset hard not to like that guy humble pie maybe Matt got ate the humble pie but he is Mr. Humble he is he's doing everything right so far Bailey Zappi can I just have a very quick non sequitur I've been uh, top of the hour. They keep showing the highlights of the NLCS game three. Mm-hmm. Having playoff baseball in your city is such a just underappreciated element to everything oh, you do. Fall like, baseball? Fall baseball, this perfect, like today, right now, how perfect would it be for game three of the ALCS at Fenway Park? Mm-hmm. Watch it's in the Bronx. I know. It's in the Bronx. And last night I'm watching the Neanderthals in Philly cheering along, Schwarbombs, leadoff homer. I want to know, like, where is Heim Bloom when that happened? Is he watching the game? You know, is he playing Overlord or whatever the <laughs> latest game is online? Can we? I, I actually want to get Bradford on later to, to Jeez, get back into this. Words. <clears throat> no, but Rob had good reporting on the Schwarber thing as to why they let him go early in the year. Can maybe a noon? Can we do get Rob on a noon? A nooner, because <clears throat> um, it is frustrating. That is Rob. the worst. Sure. To not have sh- who was more perfectly built. You traded for the guy, by the way. I told you that. You mocked him as he was injured. They traded for an injured guy. I said, this guy is a professional hitter, and he hits bombs. Okay. And then he delivered, and then they let him go. They didn't even offer him a contract. There's one person in this market that actually held the feet of the fire, the guy that made that decision, and he said he's a 211 hitter. Like, he still you stood did a by great that job decision. Yes, yes. But then he admitted later they have to add power again this offseason. So yeah. the, whole, the whole thing's bizarre. But, but I think Bradford would also be good. I mean, this sincerely, as an editor who's been in writing for all these years, I would love his thoughts on the Volan covering mm-hmm. of Mac situation. Fair enough. Okay, but we'll do that at noon. Yep. For now, it's uh, Mac versus Zappi. Can you reset for me? The Kayad report now. Okay. Because this actually is taking on more importance. So now we believe Doug Kayad to be a sound reporter that's not... Um, you sound like a MAGA guy now. You like no, believe I'm just, nothing. I'm just asking. You question everything, but now you love the Kayad report, which is is an interesting report, if true. Okay. I I will believe it until someone proves otherwise. With Volan, <laughs> we had it pretty quickly proven otherwise by you Nolan. Did not, you didn't believe the Volan report out of his mouth. Well, that's true. Um, because it made no sense. If he knew that, he would have reported it. Or it, it felt like a, a last-ditch effort to get people off his back to say, I'm a reporter, you're not. I heard something you didn't hear. You aren't privy to what I know. And I just, I don't know. I have a ability. Probably your fault. You trigger Volan. That's a fact. Well, isn't that a good thing? Well, in this case, you pushed him over the edge. <laughs> we all have the opportunity to not go over the edge. We can make that decision. And I did nothing to force him to lie about knowing something he didn't know. And if you think for a second he wouldn't have done that to me, then you're mistaken. Uh, a source indicated to Doug Kayed that Jones, Mac Jones would welcome a middle ground between the aggressive approach New England was using with him at quarterback and the safer, more efficient plays Zappi has been running. More play action in particular would benefit Jones. 
Well, that is it. So now, so obviously this is coming from the Matt camp, if true. And then it's got to be true. If, if that's the case, this is the way Mac is feeling. Right. And this paragraph, final paragraph on Mac Jones is directed at Wiggy, who was number one in line and right again about the contract situation. It, se- it seems completely out of the realm of possibility for the Patriots to trade Mac Jones at this point, but they could probably fetch a significant haul since 60% of his rookie contract has already been paid out by New England. <laughs> How the hell would Doug Kayed know that? Obviously, that was the Well, no, that's probably available somewhere, right? Okay. Isn't that information available? Do you really, are are you privy to the percentage of, of uh, you know, Greg's contract that you've paid out? Probably. But in this situation, it is um, clearly a shot across the bow. Well, and but back to the he would welcome a middle ground and the play-action bitching. That's kind of what people were bitching about Patricia early in the year. That's a common popular narrative, right? So you could easily see Max family or whatever taking the everybody that was complaining about Patricia, what were they that were they bitching about? They were bitching about no play action. In fact, Orlovsky said that. They ran like one play action pass or something right. in the first two weeks. I mean, it, it is all that is all perfectly plausible, reasonable, and yeah. I think we would agree with that. But the notion that a second-year quarterback, when the guy that was just here a couple years ago was here for 20, won a couple games, if Brady came out openly questioning through sources what Belichick or Josh were calling on offense, that would be a huge story. Why would Max family, though, call Doug Kyde to put that out there? Uh, uh, why, wouldn't they, why wouldn't they go to a Kyrie Thompson or somebody local? You know, I don't understand. Listen, I have no idea. Maybe They, they call should... up pro football focus? Well, it's expensive. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to get a discount on pro football focus. Oh, they just want football not. They want the smart football people to who would appreciate that kind of intel. Uh, yeah. So I actually have some audio of Max. I'm sorry, Max Dad uh, talking to Doug Kide. Oh, I just said I need to get uh, Tom Brady Senior over there. It's okay. I probably didn't say it loud enough. Oh, nice bit. Very good. Excellent. Job. My fault entirely. Job. <laughs> Job. Well Let's go back to the phones. Uh, David in Florida. Hello, David. Good morning. morning. Curtis, I, I I need a sponsor. I am a I am a sports radioaholic. I admit it. Okay. Uh, I mean, maybe you should listen uh, and make some good points. What do you love about sports love, radio, Dave? That's awesome. Oh, thanks. I I love the, everything about it. You know, you guys are great. The camaraderie, the the feeling connected, the the different opinions, the the goofball. Greg Greg Hill is the greatest goofball of all time. Greg, I hope you listen. He really is, and I love it. Greg, you are uh, congratulations on your award. You are the congratulations, greatest goofball Greg. of all time. Marconi goofball. Great job, Greg. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 first experience. I think Andelman was my first was my first. I go all the way back to Eddie Andelman and the uh, Upton Bell and all that great stuff. Remember listening with my dad. Yep. Oh, great stuff. All the good, the good old days. Now, um, were you, you were you listening any... live, David, when Pete said "Good news out of Orlando, Florida"? Dale Earnhardt died because that was my favorite moment. Jeez, I don't recall that one. I, I don't recall that one. I remember a great story way back. Okay, oh, no, this what, what do you say? You said, "What do you like?" He about was ready to make his radio? point, David. What's your point about Mac? All right, all right, fine. Do you think two things? Do you think there's any chance that Brady? That, that the Patriots will blow out Chicago and Brady will pump his chest up uh, Brady uh, that uh, Jones will pump his chest this week. They're gonna be four touchdowns, three hundred yards. What do you think about that possibility? Ooh, it is interesting how how uh, demonstrative he'll be. Will he be doing the gritty as we last saw him? Will he be cocky Mac or will he be 
as just stone-faced as ever, Mac, because they will beat the Bears, right? What was the jacket that Melania wore on Air Force One that got that whole, <laughs> like, no bullying or something? I think I think Sophie's going to wear that to Gillette Stadium for Monday night. <laughs> it's going to be this whole statement from the whole Mac camp. Well, it all is all interesting. If you're if you're right, if, if you're so you're saying Mac's dad is very much like Tom's dad, is that what the joke I, you were trying I, to no, make there? No, b- bad idea. Uh, no, I think that this is clear. I mean, obviously. They, they called up Doug Hyatt to say. Well, what, what are you saying? That Doug Hyatt sat there and dreamt this and wrote it? I, I question, as you like to say, I question everything nowadays. But let's go to Keene, New Hampshire. I'm sure if Doug Kite had a negative story on Brady, you'd believe it a thousand percent. We had a great trip to Keene in the spring. We'll probably be back again soon. Here's Ooh, Eric from Keene. Hello, Eric. Hello, guys. Hey, uh, just want to uh, compliment Chris on his sense of humor. I mean, there's a million throwaway lines he does every day during the week, and it just cracks me up. Good stuff. Anyway, um, I think Mac is better. I really want him to be completely healthy and want Zappy to be played, if possible, up to the uh, uh, the bye week. But I'm wondering how bad would Mac have to play against the Bears for uh, uh, Belichick to say eh, no pulling him and putting Zappy in? Yeah, Boy, I think he's got an easy excuse that the ankle's not ready and he could pull him after one pick. I think no yes, way I'm, in hell. Yes, you can't lose this game. You cannot lose this Bears game. Eric, here's why I think it's it's going to be Mac, even though I want Zappy. If if Mac plays to his ability and the team is a representative facsimile of what they've been the last two weeks, then they're going to win by two to three scores, and then they go to New York for the Jets game, and it's over. Like, we don't talk about it. It's no longer a topic. Absolutely. Whereas Absolutely. If, if, if Bailey comes in and plays okay, say 17 of 25 for 180 yards and a touchdown, and they win by 10 in a low-scoring game, then it's still out there. Like, oh, well, that was good, but is that good enough to beat the now upstart Jets? You know, there's still those question marks remaining. Yeah, I I just wonder if Matt comes out just because he's so rusty, his ankle's not as good as he thinks, and he throws a couple more interceptions, is that pull him out, and then that just enhances this whole controversy? Hmm. Boy, I, see, I think there's a ch- Do you think this is crazy? You've been very crazy so far. I don't know what's in that water mug. Well, you agreed it's a short leash. What do you think that is? Two picks? No, I think a short leash is if he doesn't. So oh, you're saying if they're down in the game at the half, there's a chance they put Zappi in, in the second half. Oh, yeah. First half. I think second quarter. I don't see a scenario by which so you're, but it's not injury related. Well, it it's could just, be injury. He'll he would use injury as an excuse, I, and it, it wouldn't even be an excuse. There's a possibility if Mac is only eighty percent, okay, he's out there and he's not as you, nimble as they need him to be. That they hey, look, it's not working. You're not ready yet. Take another week. We're going back to Bailey. But this approach from whomever in his camp that is talking, you need Mac to be alongside that because if Mac's not hurt, he's after the game not going to say I was hurt. He's not going to go along with the fact that he was replaced for an injury well, when Bill, he's not injured. Do you think Bill cares? Obviously, Bill does not care yes, about Max Yes, he Steelers. hasn't said a single word about who the starting quarterback's going right. to be. Right, and that has that's opened the door on Mac criticism. So he doesn't care about Max feelings. Right, but he's talking. If, if he plays poorly and it's not injury-related, they're going to stick with him as long as they can. They do not want to open that door again. I disagree. I think they're ready to open the door. I think Bill would consider a quarterback rotation the rest of the year. I really do. He is. He is. He's got the st- who of all coaches who has the stones enough to do it. 
Belichick. He would do it. He would he would alternate every quarter if he if he needs to. That's true. I, I the jacket I'm more convinced than ever. The Melania Trump jacket was I really don't care, do you? I could see Sophie wearing that Monday night. <laughs> Is it on eBay right now? Yeah, you can get it for twenty nine ninety nine. What? Oh God. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. All right, should but be a what, good- a what a crazy week in the history yeah. of this organization. Like of all the things that I thought this season would bring, I thought the offense would be you know a dumpster fire at times. I thought Patricia would be a joke. They've turned out to be relatively okay, especially with Bailey Zappi with Mac. Who knows? And then you have this this period where when I asked Bill two weeks ago, Monday morning after they beat the. Was it the Packers game or the, the Lions game? It was after the Lions game. They beat the Lions. They shut them out. I asked Bill if, if Mac if Bailey is if Mac's one hundred percent. Is there any way that you can see Bailey continuing to start? Mm-hmm. And he said no. And that was the story that week. The way that they have allowed this story to just sort of percolate. No, it's amazing. It's unprecedented for Belichick. It really is. I don't remember a scenario like this. You know, when was Brady? Over Bledsoe, it was Brady. He said that, you know, I'm doing what's in the best interest of the team. T-E-A-M, team. That was the quote. By the way, speaking of Brady, are you fearing the Niners now that they add Christian McCaffrey? There is now a new challenger in the NFC. You're not going to push me to some, like, psychotic edge. I'm doing just fine. That's a big trade. Yeah, it helps Brady. They're playing the Panthers this Sunday. Well, the Panthers, yeah, they'll win the, beat the Panthers. But, I mean, ultimately, they have a, now they have a legit team to go through. Because I'm the you Packers know, are not looking like it. If the Packers and the Bucks play in the NFC title game, you know what that is? Ragnarok. <laughs> Fitzy's in at one, by the way. Don't be mocking Fitzy. Fitzy and Hart won the three today. The oh, six rings crew. Oh, Hackett said he was coming in today. No, nope. He, told me, that he told me that yesterday. <laughs> Stop it. He did, I swear to God. But he is? He, he said, I'll be on after. I'll be, you guys are the warm-up act. Well, that's not true. Oh, God. That's, that's news to me. You better run that through the program director. I'll tell you who's on now. It's Nick LaPan. He's got your trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Mac is 100% healthy this week. Is he starting Monday night against the Bears? Yeah, that wasn't an option yesterday. He, was, he wasn't active for the game, so it was really no option to play him. Sneaky Greg drop in there. He thinks you're Greg sometimes, which is the only reason Belichick answers. Oh, he said Greg? You I didn't even that? hear that. No. I'm pretty sure you said Greg, wasn't it, Nick? I think he thought that was Greg asking the question. Anyway, that was the great Chris Curtis. Uh, day by day, Bill has been all week, but he has... Uh, Still, for the last two weeks, two or three weeks, um, had the opportunity to say Mac is our guy. Has not said that. Reports seem to indicate that, though, right? Mike Reese, uh, who we can all, I think, trust, is getting some legitimate info. Mac is the quarterback. He's close to healthy. He's going to be the guy on Monday night. So when do we find out? Is it an hour and a half before when the inactives are out and mm-hmm. they say, nope, Mac's starting? Is it tonight? Is it tomorrow during the games? So tomorrow morning, the Sunday 9 a.m. news dump is sort of where Rapsheet and Schefter 
open up their, you know, their notes from the week, and they each usually have something that's going to be a talker for that day that they've right. held off, they've embargoed until Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So my guess is both will have a report on Mac Jones, but... They practiced the Patriots today, twelve fifteen. Wouldn't we know because they have to call up Garrett Gilbert by today? So uh, if he's not called up, I would assume Mac Jones is active. Could they say that an 85% Mac is a better backup than Garrett Gilbert? I, I mean, either way, he'd be active if Garrett Gilbert wasn't called up today. So he's but so Mac Jones is is inactive. No, it, like they have to call up Garrett Gilbert. The deadline is today. But right, they might do that anyway. Is, they might need three quarterbacks just in case. Right. But my point is, is that let's say that they don't do that, there could be a scenario in which Mac Jones is active but doesn't start. There could be. I wouldn't. I would agree with you that that would probably not be the optimum. That would be a change, but yeah, I guess maybe yeah. Maybe we know today when they put out the injury report, whatever, three, four o'clock today. Looking back to last week's Browns game, now Zappy second full start, pretty good moments. He did have a strip sack thanks to Isaiah Wynn. He had a wide open Hunter Henry that you would agree anybody could make that pass. It is nice to see him throwing to the tight ends. If if there's any, Johnu Smith got off the freaking milk carton and was running. That guy, <laughs> when he has the ball in his hands in open space, he is fast. I get why Bill liked him. So is I mean, is that like a person? Do you think Zappy is saying I'm throwing to the tight ends, or is Patricia dialing up their number more? Who who deserves credit for that? Well, what I think, but if Zappy were smart, he would make friends with the tight ends. But Hunter and Mac are thick as thieves. They are buddies. On hmm. Courtney gives me the lowdown of the Instagrams. They're always out. Oh and about. really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my my issue here is. Whatever the percentage is, whether it's 5%, 30%, some of the on-field performance by Mac was impacted by the frustration of running things he didn't believe in. Mm-hmm. And what, that, Can you blame him for that? God, nope. God knows you ripped Patricia and Judge as much as anybody. Right. I, I said that why are we changing the coaching? Why are we changing the offense based on the limitations of the coaches you hired? You should have hired coaches that were able to coach whatever the offense had. And it's clear now, Burt Breer's had a pretty good run here because he reported a couple weeks ago that Mac was frustrated that he wanted, after they lost McDaniels, he wanted to have Bill O'Brien come in and coach. Bill never even approached Bill O'Brien because he didn't want to have a coach for a single season and lose him again. So that's the background for the foundation. And real quick aside, Mac and Bill O'Brien never worked together, right? Mac worked with Bill O'Brien after he left Alabama oh. when they won the national title because he told Bill O'Brien how to run that offense. I got you. Okay. So they had a relationship through that situation together. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Go ahead. So, the, um, so anyway, so that, that appears to have been true. We had early Mac. We had the reporting at the start of training camp. Looked like a high school offense. Mac was angry, throwing stuff. The Raiders preseason game yelling, screaming, and then that continued into the regular season where he had the Devontae Parker misread interception. And so Mac believes that he was made to look like a lesser quarterback because of the dunce calling the plays. I had to go through all the tough work. Then Correct. Zappy comes in when they finally get their S together. And they run a different conservative offense with more play action that they didn't do for me, mm-hmm. and he succeeds while I struggled, and now everybody in Boston. I mean, it is amazing. I, I was even shocked that it was 60-40, 70-30, lowest I saw was like, a, everybody did a poll, Bailey, Bailey or Mac. They were all Bailey over Mac. 
which is remarkable to me because you walk around Boston on a game day, it, Mac Jones is the number one jersey you see with Patriots fans these days. Yeah, well, part of the problem is you and Shime and everybody else on that show have been like Mac haters for a year and a half. Like, you've, you've sullied the waters right. on the guy. People have bailed quickly on him. You hate the greatest player to ever do I it. I don't hate the greatest player ever. That is the biggest lie ever told. I don't Second appreciate the way he has behaved. A fine host. <laughs> I don't appreciate the way Brady has behaved. Right. Think he's a very good quarterback, still elite, still should keep playing, should come back to New England or consider it. When I was in elementary school, we got graded one through three. One was good, three was bad. I always got three in behavior. I was always the worst one behavior. One through three? What kind of grading was that? When we were, I don't know, there was like one was a, the best score, two was okay, and three was, you were awful. God, how did you and your family go for that? It was a Dover School Elementary, Carroll right. School. It also feels a little backwards, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like really. the higher score should be better. I don't know. It explains I was, everything about you. I was probably bombed. <laughs> uh, um, the, the, the situation here is very simple. We are at a swing portion of the season yes. yet again. Mm-hmm. We both agree they win Monday night, no matter who starts. I think so. Okay, uh, don't go too far on that limb. Okay. So, we, you think so. We, we both think they win Monday night. We both believe that if they start on Monday night, the quarterback that wins Monday night will start Sunday on a short week against the Jets. Well, no. If Bailey Zappi starts, there's a chance that they say Mac wasn't healthy enough to go, and therefore Mac still starts against the Jets. So you think Zappi wins three straight, plus an overtime against Aaron Rodgers, where they lose because of the coach, and then they go to play their division rival, the team that Bill hates more than anybody else, in New York, or in, you know, at the Meadowlands mm-hmm. at MetLife Stadium Sunday, and Mac returns for that game. I give it a chance, yes. A small chance, but yes. Okay, so I believe that this game is whoever starts Monday night wins and plays against the Jets and keeps on going down the hall. And then it's the Colts the week after until the bye week. Is there any chance they just try to get Zappy through the bye week? Because this is three. He's missed three games, right? The, well, I mean, the injury is a four to six week injury typically. But then what is Mac doing? If he's not going to play again for until, what, mid-November? Yeah. I can't. I, they won't want that because the schedule really ramps is up. It, second is, half. is that against the? No. Who do they have? So they have the Colts, the Jets. They have Bears, Jets, Colts. Bears, Jets, Colts. By week. Then Jets again. Mm-hmm, then Jets again, at home. Um. By the way, that that Colts game, sneaky. I mean, these are all going to. Yeah. I mean, we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. But um, well, that's the game I'm most interested in tomorrow. Indy at Tennessee of the one o'clock games. There's not much great tomorrow. Chiefs Niners is the big game. Yeah, I got Costos big tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have the Chiefs over the over the Niners. And I want to see Miami against Pittsburgh in prime time, just to see how Miami looks here. By the way, sneaky dumb comment this week, and it wasn't. I don't want to rip every guest that we have on this radio station, but I was listening live to uh, Marloni Fourier and Mego with Ross Tucker, mm-hmm. and Ross Tucker was like, "The NFL is going to be closing their eyes when they have Tua starting Sunday night on NBC." It's like, <laughs> hey, numbnuts, like. They are, love that. NBC is salivating over people watching Tua return to the field. That, they, you think NBC wanted Skylar Diggins or whatever the guy's name was? <laughs> yeah, they probably did, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Al, or, uh, Mike Tirico is like, yeah, we want Skylar and you know and Brian Hoyer to start in this game, not Tua to return. It's going to be a train wreck. Everybody yeah. watches that. But there's four good teams on bye. Bills are on a bye. Eagles are on a bye. Vikings and Rams don't play this weekend. So it's kind of a dog weekend. It really sucks that Philly's taken over for Boston as like the city where they win all the time. Like, what a horrible place. Well, that series is not over yet. 2-1, right? Philly's over the Padres right now? That's right. Schwar bombs left and right. And I got to say, one of the worst umpiring calls at third base I've ever seen. Did you see the the, uh, the check swing that they called the strike, tossed him out of the game for the Padres? That was a swing. That was not a swing. Yeah, it was. Horrible. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish we had baseball right now. You're right about that. I miss it. But yeah. I, I... Anyway, the, the schedule coming up, 
is favorable for whoever is in there. But I do think they could give. It's not unreasonable to say they give Mac one more week and and just have him as the backup. He could be a healthy backup tomorrow. Ken, it's not unreasonable if he's playing along. He's clearly not. Well, he should be pissed at Bill. If you were Mac, would you be pissed at Bill for not answering your question in a different way? It's it's very uh, out of character for me to feel angry at Bill. So I'm going to think for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely. I well, I just don't understand. You know, it, Bill arrived at training camp. I feel like we're a broken record and said. There's been, quote, dramatic improvement, unquote, with Mac Jones this offseason, which we all believed at that moment was out of character. Wow, great, you know, effusive praise for his quarterback. Mm -hmm. And now we're what, nine weeks later? Well, what changed? Maybe Breer and others, Kyot are right. Mac's attitude since he arrived in camp and as the season got closer, he started to be a little bit more surly or questioning things. And I guess Bill probably looks at it using his vantage point, like, hey, I drafted you. We surrounded you with a great opportunity. You got this job, and you're going to do – this is obviously the pressure point, right, of all the offseason decisions that Bill made. Putting Patricia Judge in in charge of the offense was his most criticized move, right? Mm -hmm. And Mac is putting his finger on that pressure point, saying it's a new offense, which I'm sure Bill didn't like was obviously frustrated during training camp and illuminated the concerns of many in the media and some of the fans that this was a problem. So that probably irked Bill. But, but you got to admit, Bill in all has... areas, um, you know, I think there's a dramatic improvement. I mean, yeah, that... that's before the year. But you got to admit, Bill has built back up the belief system of uh, a lot of people around him. The draft class is looking good. Great. His last most questioned thing, the Steve Brian Belichick addition to coaches on defense, has gone away quickly. Defense looks good, and it looks like Steve Belichick kind of knows what he's doing. You got to admit. I mean, uh, by the way, why doesn't anybody rip the Rod, Gerard Mayo and the David Andrews for going to New York Friday night? Um, I think they were. That was questioned at the time. <laughs> they actually showed up and played on Sunday because they Brady. won. Right, exactly. They won. Exactly. It's the same thing. No, we all questioned that. But well, don't you praise Bill for not going? By the way, I, I apologize for Bill for not going because everybody said he went when I got home, and then he didn't go. He never went. Who said he went? Like these people in my DMs. It was like Ben Bolin. People, the, people yeah, I trust. Just like people in your head. They're not. I'll <coughs> show them to you. Text at three seven ninety three seven. Mac isn't healthy. Says a seven seven four texter. Bill is clogging up other teams' video with highlights that from both such quarterbacks. A dumb. I hate. Like that is the dumbest. Does that take. give any advantage to any team ever? Like when they have to prepare, especially if they're the same quarterback. You know who say Belichick's basically. a genius? Dumb people like that <laughs> that are really dumb. They like. You Why know. are you looking at Danny and Quincy on line one when you say that? Yeah, they got them questioning because both of these quarterbacks, they're different. One's got to chuck it deep, and the other's dink and dunk. All right, what do you think of the manner in which Bill has handled the quarterback situation, the Derby coming into Monday night? Here is Danny from Quincy, our friend on every Saturday, pretty much. Curtis, you there? No. <laughs> they blacked the game out again last week, Curtis. I had to go to my computer and get the Pittsburgh radio feed to get the Tampa Bay game. I, I, and then because CBS had the doubleheader. Anyways, you you don't believe me when I tell you that. No, I'm anyways, not, Danny. I'm not. You're like yeah. neurotic. I don't disbelieve you. I just had never heard it. I'm not saying yeah, you're lying. But anyways. One o'clock game on the road for the Patriots. You're supposed to get that one o'clock on the opposite station. But anyway, they did it again. But anyways, um, so finally, I think you guys have come around to my way of thinking. And, and, and I, I, this too aggressive for Matt Jones. I, I, I don't get where that's coming from. And, and if, if that's true, then are you telling me they, they gave him too much to handle? Is that, what, is that what people are saying now? They gave him too much to handle, and he failed at it. Mm. I, 
That's what his. That's the excuse his family, I guess, is making, or his team do, is making. I do think they gave him too much to handle. Well, I think the way I would put it, Danny, and I'm going to give you the floor right back, so don't worry. I, the way I would put it is that they gave him an offense to execute without the weapons needed to execute the offense. That it wasn't Mac inability to handle it. It was that they were having him create these one-on-one balls for receivers that didn't get separation or that he didn't get the time in the pocket before it would collapse to get the ball out, that type of stuff. Well, but, but Zappi has the same personnel, doesn't he? That's why they're saying they're doing a different, more conservative oh, okay. offense so, based so no, on the so weapons. You don't put any, these people, that they don't put any responsibility on Matt Jones. You know, once, he's, once the ball is hiked to the quarterback, he still has options on the play to go to different people that are open. Nobody's pulling any... Nobody pulling any strings on the guy. He made bad decisions. I don't disagree, Danny. I, like I called earlier, Bill. He said Zappy sucks compared to Matt Jones, and then you challenged him on it. And by the end of the call, he's like, "Yeah, there's not much difference." Yeah, I have that power over people, Danny. I don't feel listening yeah, to the show. And, and, okay, and, and now I'm hearing that the game Monday night is a guaranteed win. And you got you got Puchnansky last night saying they, they can <laughs> sacrifice. They 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 can sacrifice the game. <laughs> in an attempt to get Matt Jones back on the saddle. Mm. This team cannot afford to lose any games. You're right about that. At all. They're not good enough at all. Two, three weeks ago, the team was lucky to win two. Now, tomorrow, Monday night's game is a guaranteed. No way. Nothing is guaranteed. So, short leash, right? Short leash, you, short leash, you pull Mac at the first sign of distress, correct? I just say you ride the hot hand, okay? I don't want this. I don't want Matt Jones... Getting in there because he feels like he's got to prove something to the media or, or to himself. You don't think the Bears are going to go after that leg? You don't think so? I don't want him distracted in the pocket, worried about his leg, the pass rush, and then, and then the last thing he's worried about is the receivers downfield. It's a big gamble to start him because if he fails Monday night and they lose, what are you going to do now? You're going to bring back Zappi? It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. You just ride the hot hand until he. I, I, I'm with you, Ken. I would ride him until the bye week, until that leg is perfectly healed. But my question, uh, Danny, I, I hear you, and I agree with you. I, I think we share the same thoughts on this. That I, I, I would like to see Zappy keep starting. I think that that's what. I don't think it's what Bill's going to do. But the issue here, Danny, is that you don't have a willing accomplice in Mac Jones anymore. So the all the ways in which that you would use the star quarterback as a guy that you would yell at most to know that every other player on the team says, geez, if they're going to yell at him, then i got to get my ass together. Mac is not going to play along on that side of the Patriot way. Well, he's got no leverage to, to be that way. He's got one rookie I, but, but he is acting belt. that way, don't you think? I mean, what is how? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. For all we know, maybe Belichick sat them both down and – and said, "Hey, look! This is what this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. But I'm not going to tell the media or anything. I mean, I mean, it's possible that so, could happen. So then, why is somebody from his camp talking to Pro Football Focus, demanding they run a different offense and letting the world know that 60 percent of his rookie deals already been paid for? So it'd be a more desirable trade. If that's true, then that that is not a good light on Mac Jones. I'm sorry. No, he's got no right to demand anything. I agree, but he one. is. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that." If it's true, then that, that should tell you uh, a little bit about him. At least Brady, it took, what, 10 years for him to become a Hollywood diva. Right, right? exactly. This guy became guy a sucks. diva in one? <laughs> He's out. If I'm going to be consistent, Curtis, then, then if that's the case, Matt Jones is out and bring the Zap man in. All right. You know? Good I, talk with Danny I, today. I enjoyed it. Danny, what did you think of Brady losing in Pittsburgh last week? It was a t- 
oh man, I listen to the game on the radio. I listen to Pittsburgh. <laughs> but listen, uh, you know his defense is. He's lucky. He's not. They're lucky. They're three and three. Yeah, I their agree. Defense, They've been awful. Their defense. They gave up three points to Dallas on opening day. Okay, they, let's go back they gave to like, Ken. Why are you asking about this? <laughs> like, we need to go back through the whole schedule. He's got a good point to make. Ken's got a, okay. a massive, terrible towel coming out of his pants right now. <laughs> Look at. Brady's defense has kept them in the season. Great they point the first six the times you made it. They induced five turnovers right. in that Saints game, a pick six right. and one caught in the end zone. Uh, they, they only gave up four, They only gave up 14 to uh, Green Bay, and they caused a fumble in, in, that went to the back of the end zone, stopped that touchdown. Danny, I have a question for you. One so question. Danny, defense, Danny, Danny, one question for you before you yes, go. Sir. How yeah, many games yeah. have the Patriots won when their opponents scored over 24 points since Tom Brady left? I don't know. That I would be uh, goose egg. <laughs> Zero. 38 last week. So Danny wants the zapster until the bye week. That was kind of a loose thought by me, but now Did that he Danny says that. Danny say it was too beautiful out to watch the game and he had to go on his <laughs> boat? Last Sunday, it was a 10 out of a 10. Oh. He sat in his house and listened to the Pittsburgh radio call? He enjoys listening to Tom Brady lose. By the way, the latest report of the page six uh, tabloids. There's no reporting. It's all the same story every time. It says they're ready for a fight. Ready for a fight, but they've hired A-list attorneys, and the so, attorneys so, are getting nasty. So Quote, unquote, so, divorce is getting nasty. So two questions for you. One, do rich people usually hire Z-list attorneys? And two, people that are getting divorced, are they usually ready to dance or to fight? Quote, it will take some time to divide their immense wealth and property all over the world, end quote. Nick, I'm old enough to remember when Ken said last week, I don't take any glee in this. I I, don't. That's not glee. I'm reporting the facts. Look at the smile you have on your face. It's so pathetic. What did Tom Brady do to you? Listen. He's, I've never seen Ken so happy. Right. What? Like, what? I don't get it. What did he do to you? You make me happy. He did nothing. I'm saying. He did nothing. This is going on. He's going to play for a new team. In the next couple of years. He's going to play another four years, and he's whatever. I mean, he's the best player of all time. I don't know what else there is to New talk England. about. Alex in Cambridge. Hi, Alex. Yeah, hi. I just want to, one, is I actually think Ben Volan's uh, source is probably uh, Belichick, and nobody's talking about it. Even though everybody say it's uh, Portnoy and uh, Barstool Sports. I bet it's Belichick who's spreading this rumor that uh, what's his name is uh, has a bad attitude. Okay, Belichick could be the water boy in the locker room, uh, telling Ben Volan that uh, you know, hey, this kid, everybody hates his guts. He's got an attitude. Okay, and like everybody says, he's a tennis uh, uh, t- tennis brat. That's number one. And number two, is give uh, give uh, Wiggy credit. This is his idea. Let uh, Zappy play until he lo- until he loses, until he plays lousy. That's number one. And number two is Wiggy was right about saying, um, <clears throat> I think. Uh, I mean, last year comparing uh, Mac Jones and uh, Cam Newton. Oh. Cam Newton cannot throw the ball. Can't. Okay, Alex, thanks. I we got up against break. Cut. What? Yeah. Zappy play until the wheels fall off. Ben Zapp- Bolin tweeted that apology just to do the deep cover of Bill Belichick. <laughs> My God, what is happening? Uh, but, you know, you can't do that. You can't let Zappy play until the wheels fall off because if the wheels fall off against the Bears, Danny's right. You screwed it. You screwed up your whole situation. You're now three and four. And the Patriots really couldn't use a quarterback that's got eight touchdowns and one interception through five games. All right, 617-779-7937. It is Kenny Curtis on WEF. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. 
It is Ken Curtis on WEI. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. Hope you find Ken and Curtis a nice, pleasant start to your weekend. I really don't try to get Curtis triggered. I just uh, um, That's a lie. Well, sometimes I do. But uh, but remember, if you have uh, just a lounge uh, uh, chair, whatever, you got a smart speaker, very easy. Crank up WEI. Just say play 93.7 WEI, and there you go. You'll hear Curtis's voice booming across the smart speaker's of New England. Yep, and vote yes on four for Bailey Zappi, even <clears throat> though it's not about the... God, there are so many people... Our society, you know, is fraying at the seams. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it. You know, people are not well. But, like, something as just innocuous as a clear joke about... The radio bit. That Bailey Zappi wears number four. Mm-hmm. We're saying yes on four. We're, we're talking about the team. I got inundated with people saying, Curtis, you Political piece of... Stunt. like." You're, you're, you, Hidden you, political message. You want to give illegal immigrants licenses? Like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with people? Like, uh-huh. God, it's like we, we seek to be offended. We seek to be outraged over nonsense. Talking a lot of the quarterbacks, as you can imagine. Now, can I, before we get back to the calls, can I talk ratings with you? Because you have been, um, quick to point out, Declining ratings for the Patriots up until last week. Now, I don't know how much you guys discussed the ratings in the Cleveland game. There was one person who did the lead on the ratings this week on the Greg Hill Show, and that would be me. So I wasn't avoiding it at all. I talked about it. I brought it up. Week 6, Patriots-Browns, 25.3 household rating, a 71 share in the Boston Metro. The 71 market share, higher than last season's high of 70, which was the Pats-Bucks game. Correct. But the share now includes out-of-market viewing. And out of, uh, not out of market, out of home viewing. And the rating is much lower, but the share was higher. So it's a brand new system that they're using, but the Zappi I thought it was in place last year. I thought last year was the first year of the new. Right. That's what I'm saying, is that the rating is still. But compared to last year, it's apples to apples. Right. So the rating of that, you want to get the rating of the Bucks game? It was in the 40s. Okay. This says the share was 70. This Okay. Right. So the so the rating was lower. They don't mention the, the rating was in that story because it's a ah. press release from the organization. Gotcha. Okay. So good listen, point. Uh, does anybody doubt that more people watched the Bucks game last year than watched the Browns game this year? But that's still up from the first couple weeks where the ratings were down in the twenty one range, right? Twenty one, twenty two. No, it was the, rating was the, up to twenty five. The highest rating was the Packers game, which did a twenty eight eight. The second highest was that game with the twenty five five. The share was much higher. I think the Packers did like a 66 share. That was a 71 share. But the, the, why is that? Because the fans are engaged in the quarterback controversy. We are talking about the quarterback. People are calling in about the quarterback. When you were out a couple of weeks ago, it was the first time in a while. Um, Fitzy and I were doing, you know, it was the weekend of the Packers game. It was, you know, can they keep it close? What All that. Bupkis. The second we talked about Tua, the concussion, full lines. People were engaged. People had sort of taken a back seat. Not that they were rooting against the team or they hated the team. There were just wasn't that same investment, especially at a point when Mac was hurt. You're one and two going into a game where you're ten point underdogs against the Packers. Right. Whereas today, I think that people have been reengaged, which is great for this radio station. And there's serious optimism about the defense, no matter who the quarterback is. And our biggest concerns regarding the coaching staff have been proven to be somewhat overhyped. Draft class. Excellent draft class. Jack uh, Jones, Cole Strange, Tyquan Thornton. I mean Bailey Zappi. It is a little odd. The, Four future Hall of Famers. Might be the greatest draft class ever assembled. There was a time in the not too distant history where three and three was caused to fire people. Now we're having a duck boat parade. But <laughs> well honestly, the whole league is three and three, other than like the Bills. Everybody's three and three. Well, the Eagles and the Cowboys. But there the are Chiefs. a lot But there are a lot of divisions where it's like everybody's three and three. Yeah, I mean, it's that's what I said earlier. Niners, I said Seahawks, like outside everybody. of the top 
two or three teams, it's the most parody I've ever seen. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Bill in Framingham. Hi, Bill. Hey, guys. Um, I have a Tom Brady comment. Tom Brady is fifth, number five, in the league in total passing yards out of 31 quarterbacks. One interception, eight touchdowns. Arguably, if he had three more touchdown passes, he'd be the best quarterback in the league. And he's getting a bum rap around here. He's had to deal with injuries, a, a serious personal problem, and yet we could have had him still, and it sickens me that we don't. And we're talking about two middle-of-the-road quarterbacks, and we could have had Tom Brady. Thanks, Bill Belichick. Yeah. I mean, Bill, to be honest, I mean, you're right about everything except for the whole three touchdowns. I don't like those arguments. It is what it is. He has eight touchdowns. He lost to the worst team in football. We agreed last week the Steelers were the worst team in the league. Yeah, it was, it was a horrible loss. Not now Carolina. If you is, look but... at Tom Brady's career, some of his losses in the regular season to those Dolphins teams, to the Browns one year, he loses to bad teams randomly. It's happened. And he went to a party in Manhattan on Friday night. And... Roethlisberger digs the knife in by saying he didn't look, didn't look like he wanted to be there. Ken, honest to God, you're not going to do this today. Don't take a call right now. Ben Roethlisberger has basically was, was pantsed by Brady, is an afterthought because of Brady. Do you like the character of Roethlisberger? <laughs> you want to talk about Brady's divorce? One of the most vile humans to ever play in the NFL, which is saying something. All right. We, Did he ever lock time. you in a bathroom? Jeez. Uh, I was not a Roethlisberger fan, nor well, am you, I currently. You just were two seconds ago. No, I just like to point out when he has a good line about Brady. What's a good line? Brady didn't want to be there. Brady looked disengaged. Name me a single human that wants to be in Pittsburgh. (laughs) It's a great city now. My hometown. All right, now, Principal Dave hanging on and some others. 617-779-7937. Also, uh, I actually didn't see this. I just saw this Giardi tweet. Uh, Not tweet. uh, Intel from a couple days ago. Giardi is reporting basically the same things that Doug Kyatt is reporting in terms of the safe nature of the offense with Zappi compared to this somehow perception that when Mac was in there, they were like crazy and throwing caution to the wind. Volan um, just sent this to me. He said Mac didn't tip on Uber last night. Oh, I will. I will. Re- I will. Did you see this Giardi thing? No, I haven't. Because it is. It sounds like it's straight from the Mac camp. Okay, it is interesting. We'll play. We'll uh, read that for you next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.